Alrighty, so, welcome everybody, uh, I am The Faceless, and today we're going to be talking about my first political video, which will just be able to give some ground basis on to, I guess, an, I, I guess a looking glass into how I see politics and how I view a lot of things in this world, um, and today, as the title would suggest, we are going to be talking about President Trump and how, what I believe his presidency has been thus far. So let's talk about the campaign and all the way up to today's date. So I will say that I don't know if I would say that Trump's been a great president. I'd say he's been a good president. However, I will say this, and I, I, I think even those on the left and the right could come to an agreement, that Trump has been the luckiest president to have ever come through that office because he has had some serious good fortune through, the, through just the amount of good things that have come his way. It's, un, it's unbelievable. So the first stride of luck was that Hillary Clinton was the running, was his opposing... Uh, liberal uh, nominee, right? Hillary Clinton by far has been the Democrats' worst possible choice. I, I don't know how she made it through the primaries. I don't. She has just been awful. She does not know how to campaign. She does not know how to speak to the people. She's a consistent liar. Being under the investigations that she was, it's I don't know how she made it through. I don't. I think she literally ran off the feminist movement of first female president. And that was it. That was the only thing that they that she can run off of. Because, I mean, I, in my opinion, and I realize that not everyone agrees with me, I believe that Hillary Clinton committed treason against this country, and I don't believe that she should be walking free right now. I don't. So... I'm glad that she lost. However, I wish she would have been... I, I wish they would have convicted her instead of just dropping the charges. So that's lucky stride number one. I, I, I mean, realistically, if I'm honest, the way that I saw the primaries going is I predicted that Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders would have been the nominees. Ted Senator Ted Cruz for... The Republicans and Bernie Sanders as the liberal or Democratic uh, nominee. And I think that's how the election should have gone, if I had my best guess. Uh, obviously, that was, did not come the case because Hillary slaughtered Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders's image. Um, and I'm not quite sure. I, I, if I'm honest, I stopped paying attention to the Republican primaries because I didn't think that... I, I was, like, 99% sure that Ted Cruz was going to win, so I didn't really pay attention to it all that much. Um, nonetheless, I was still shocked to know that uh, Donald Trump made it through. Um, and the more I follow Donald Trump, the more I realize I actually do prefer his policies uh, now that I've seen them in action. I would say I was amongst the many people who was very, very skeptical 
of Donald Trump before he was elected. Um, I don't... I don't know that I would have voted for him had it not been Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders. Had there been a normal Democratic president nominee, I might have voted Democrat, but I did vote for Donald Trump. Um, I still remember the night where uh, we were all... Pretty much the entire nation was stayed up watching the counter on either Google or wherever... And it was neck and neck, neck and neck, all the way up to electoral vote 229. And then Hillary Clinton stopped getting those votes. And everyone lost their minds. It was quite hilarious. Um, My own personal enjoyment beside this, though. um, I, I think he's just gone and done one thing that, like I said, the entire luck train started off of him winning the election off of the worst candidate they've ever run by far I mean we had many reasons as uh, people to not elect him there was many things that we all had issues with uh, you know those years past all that kind of stuff not exactly presidential in a lot of our hearts however that's where his luck started now I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I am forever Trump or never Trump, as many people like to quote it. Um, I personally believe that there's no one I would ever jump fully on board or fully off board um, because they're not me and they're not anti-me, right? Um, I'm sure there are people who just disagree with me on every single level, and that's fine. I probably disagree with them on every single level. Um but hey, I'm sure there are people who agree with me on every single level, and that's fine. However, I don't sit here and see three things that I agree with and go, yep, I'm forever that person. No, I don't believe in that at all. I am a person that if I see something I like, I will cheer and applaud. I will say that that person did a good job. And if I see something I don't like, well, I'll do the exact opposite. So I don't personally believe in the whole, like, oh, well, you voted for Trump, well, then that, he's, you're fully responsible for everything he does. No, 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 no. I voted for Trump because I voted against Hillary. I didn't vote for Trump because I love Trump. I voted for Trump because I hate Hillary and I did not want to see that crook in office. So, that being said, let's talk about some of the good and the bad with Trump. Um, we'll start with the good. Uh, because I, I, I like to end on a bad note so that way it doesn't seem like I'm just praising the guy after I give him a couple quick lashes. Um, I like the way that Trump governs. He, he governs very conservatively. That, generally speaking, lines up with a lot of my views. Um, I enjoy seeing a lot more conservative thought point coming out, especially after all the garbage that's been coming down from either the media or other sources. I enjoy the conservative outlook. And I will admit, I am in a very liberal state. Many people in my state believe in, the, believe in a democratic viewpoint. I don't. I don't like that. Um, so it's nice for me to see some actual Republican thought point being pushed forward. It's enjoyable. I enjoy being able to see some differing opinions. And those that I generally align with.
So I would say the way he's been governing, governing, whether it be with taxes, whether it be with how he handles dealing with certain catastrophes, I've been happy with the way he's handled a lot of things. I've had, and I will say there is some stuff I do want to praise about the man, and I will get to that eventually. On the flip side of his policies, I am completely against the tariff thing. I don't like it. I think it's a horrible, horrible idea. I think it's just going to involve more bullshit for the rest of us. So, I don't like the tariffs, and I would wish that he would repeal them back because it's just going to cause more issues amongst us and our nation and our uh, and our nation's alliances. I don't appreciate it. I think. If anything, it's just going to drive a lot of our prices up. I realize that it can be a very minor price difference. But still, I mean, I don't... I don't see it ever working out. And my car's being weird. And I'm being honked at. Um... Sorry, I apologize. I do this podcast while I'm driving to work. Um, I think a lot of his policy has been good. I, I just think this tariff is the big one for me that drives me away from it because I, I just don't understand why we would do this. It, it just makes zero sense to me. Um, and like I said, I realize I'm, I'm probably reiterating a couple things here. I just want to make sure I, I didn't miss anything. Um, I realize that a lot of this could be very minor price differences, but it, it's just unnecessary. I don't see the point in it. Um, next thing I want to talk about is his rhetoric, because this is the big one. This is why a lot of the Democrats hate him. However, this is partially why I like him. It, it's just a, it's a weird situation to be in. So, for me... His rhetoric is obviously very, very harsh and very, very... It's a very unsharpened thing. So, his rhetoric could be very good. It's just that he's choosing really bad times to say what he's saying. Or he's just making ridiculous... Ridiculous and unacceptable statements. I mean, that's that's the bottom line of it. I mean, obviously the... Uh, unacceptable be what he said about his daughter, the unacceptable... I mean, there's plenty of stuff that's just unacceptable. You don't talk to other people like that if you're the President of the United States. It's just not what you do. That being said, there are some stuff that I think I agree with. However, he chose really poor timing to go out and say it. Um, things I agree with was the MS-13... Uh, statement where he called them animals. I don't. I don't even know if this was poor timing. I just don't understand why the Democrats like flacked him on this. So MS-13, for those who are unaware, is a gang uh, down in Mexico who are extraordinarily violent, known to literally rip the hearts out of people on the streets, beheadings, general gang violence. I mean, they're brutal brutal, brutal people, hell-bent on killing people. They don't give a shit. They, they will just kill whoever they want. Whoever it seems fit to kill. And they will kill, and they will kill, and they will kill, and they'll do it again. 
over and over again until they're stopped. So, President Trump, I believe it was a tweet or is a, uh, I think it was a speech, if I'm honest. Um, he called them animals. 100% well, 100% called for. 100% true. I don't know. I don't know a normal human being who would not call that animalistic and barbaric. And the Democrats flacked him on it. They said they tried to paint it as in as if he was saying that all immigrants are animals. I just don't understand this. I don't understand why the media would do this. I don't understand. I, I don't get it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why the media is so hell bent on being never Trump. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think we could all agree that MS-13 are bad people who deserve to be called animals. Probably worse. So I don't understand why the media would defend them as such as they have. There's a running joke I keep hearing is that Trump could make could make Democrats go against anything he says. So he'd be like, I love puppies. And the next day, Democrats will be killing all the puppies in the, in the United States. Which, I mean, I don't know how else to... There's never a better example of how ridiculous that could be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how else you could phrase that. Um, another situation where his rhetoric got him to a bit of heat, however, this one I understand... Uh, was the uh, Charlottesville uh, situation. So in Charlottesville, basically the exact thing that he said, and I'm not trying to take this out of context to make him look better, I don't really care. Right? I, I, I'm not, I don't have any reason to defend Trump. But what he said was that there are people at fault on both sides. And there was good people on both sides, which agreed there are good people who are being within when he said good i think what he meant to say and maybe i'm wrong on this and i could very well be wrong because i don't know trump but i think what he meant to say was there was a law abiding citizens on each side which there were there were people peacefully protesting which is perfectly in their in the confines of the law and there were people on the other side who were fully against what they were doing, but fully in the confines of the law. And there were people on both sides who were very much breaking the law. And I would say those are not good people. So, what he should have done was he should have waited for a lot of that to blow over. And then given a final statement on how he felt about it. I think that would have gone over better. I think if he made that same exact statement three weeks prior... Or not three weeks, five or three weeks uh, later. I think the flack that he would have gotten would have been a lot less. I think people would have understood what he was saying. I truly do believe that. I think he made a really poor judgment on the time frame to make that statement. And I think that's what caused the ridiculousness to come out of it. Which I, I would say it's well justified that people would be upset about that. Because it seemed more like it was like, oh hey, you know, the white supremacists, they were good people. No, no, no. What he was trying to tell you was that there were people who were law-abiding citizens on both sides, and there were people who made mistakes on both sides and broke the law. That is a perfectly reasonable statement and very true. So I, I think, I think had he made that statement a little bit later on, I think everything would have been fine, or I, maybe not fine, but I think a little less hellish over such a statement versus had he made that statement when he did. 
and all hell broke loose, saying that he was a white supremacist and a racist and this and that. Uh, to which I want to get on to my next point, uh, which has been probably another situation where Trump's luck has just blown me away is, is is that now everyone is turned against the media because we all understand that media is kind of biased. I say kind of with a little bit of a sar- sarcasm because it's extraordinarily biased. I don't know... I, I know when and why the media started becoming a biased news. But I'm not going to bore you with all the history. Basically, it was so, somewhere back in the Reagan... Uh, somewhere back in Reagan's rule where he passed a law saying that the media could have an actual bias that's not exactly what it is but I'm paraphrasing um, and so that's that's why the media is now as biased as it is but I think there's more to it than that so I think it's because the media is or at least actual channel news is becoming is dying it really is it's a dying industry Everyone's getting all their news online, so there's no reason for people to be getting their news from MSNBC, NBC, ABC News. Uh, there's no reason for it. No, no one needs it because guess what? You can get all the same exact thing more accurately online. So why would you watch the news for it? Um, so I, I just don't know that. I, I think Trump came at the perfect time to take advantage of this is that obviously they're becoming extraordinarily biased. You have MSNBC, which admittedly they are openly biased. They say that they have a liberal bias, and that's fine. Um, But Fox News, who has a right-leaning bias, they're not exactly promoting it. I mean, you have NBC, you have all these other news corporations who have a left-leaning bias. I would say Fox News is probably the only right-leaning bias other than local networks that you could find maybe in the uh, southern states that have an actual bias that not they're not they're not talking about so you're not getting the exact news source that you want you're getting well this is this is the situation with how we want to spin it you saw the, you saw this exclusively when um the whole um the whole shooting went down in florida is that every news station was saying oh uh every news station was going ahead and explaining how you know, it was the guns, it was an AR-15, and this and that, and the kid obtained it legally because they are allowed to sell it to an 18-year-old, and all this and that, and no one even bothered to talk about the police station who failed to do their job, the FBI who failed to do their job. There's plenty of other fail-safes that could have prevented this entire situation that didn't actually get covered, because why? Because they wanted to get rid of guns. If they are being honest, they would have said, hey, you know, this kid obtained this gun, this is how he got it, he shot up this many people. We're not going to release his name or face because that would be statistically worse to do that. Uh, this is also what happened is that the police failed to do their, what, over 30-some different calls to their house about such a incident. They failed to do anything. Same with the FBI with two incidents that they were called. I just don't understand. Oh, excuse me. I don't understand how that got fa- that was failed to be mentioned. It seems like a really important thing to be mentioned, yet almost no one knows about it. Why? Because they don't want to cover that. And I could go on and on with lists of examples and how the media has been extraordinarily biased in every single sense of the word. I just don't have that kind of time. 
So, the next thing I want to talk about is probably, since, um, I apologize, I'm kind of freelancing this, um, next thing I want to talk about is the foreign policy uh, issues, specifically with the supposed Trump-Russia collusion to uh, win the election, and also the thing with uh, North Korea. So, Trump-Russia collusion, I will say this once, the FBI has yet to come up with any damning evidence to say that Trump exclusively colluded with Russia. I don't know that that's the case. I, I just don't think that's a reasonable thing to come to. I mean, there are people who are saying, oh, well, he must have colluded, he must have colluded, this has to be the case. I mean, that's fine and all, but I, je- I need to see evidence. And there's no damning evidence. Right now, it's nothing more than a 9-11 conspiracy theory. Like, it's, there, there's kind of something there, but it's so vague and it's so, con- like, mis- misconstrued. I, I just don't know that I trust to say that it was a definite collusion or not. I mean, it's just not, the evidence isn't there. So, I will say that's been one thing that Trump's had an extreme problem dealing with. But nothing nothing that he hasn't been able to handle because he he's innocent. And if I'm honest, from what I know of the people in Trump, Trump's administration during the campaign, I kind of think they sauntered their way into the presidency. I don't really know that they ran with vigor and knowing exactly what they're doing. They kind of seemed a little incompetent to begin with. So I don't know that I'm going to sit here and say that they definitely colluded or they definitely didn't collude. It just seems a little weird to me. So I I would say until I see some damning evidence to say that he did or did not collude, I'm going to have to side with the idea that he probably didn't. Because I, I don't believe in guilty and proven innocent until proven innocent or anything like that. I do believe that you're innocent until we prove that you're not. Uh, which will lead me to, find that, to Trump's next extreme stride of luck is the North and South Korea thing. So, obviously, Trump lucked out that North Korea duped themselves, pretty much. Uh, to those who are not exactly privy to what I'm talking about. Basically, North Korea had an underground uh, nuclear testing facility uh, where they're developing nuclear missiles and all that stuff that no one exactly was happy about. Uh, it it imploded. Uh, the entire facility went under, imploded, the entire thing completely halted all their experiments. So, what do you do when your nuclear facility implodes? Well, you probably want to make a deal. <laughs> It might be wise. So North Korea decided to make a de- or decided to meet with President Trump about possibly making a deal for world peace. Um, and I would say if it wasn't for the fact that Trump just happened to be at the right place at the right time, I think we could have easily credited this to anybody else. But he was there. He was in the presidency when it happened, and when he won, when Kim Jong Un wanted to make a deal, 
And that's about as lucky as you can get. I, I don't know how else to explain that. It was not like he sat there and knew that this was all going to go down unless America had some sort of spy in the middle, in the midst of all that and actually detonated himself. But I, I just don't, I think he was just, the, he was at the right place at the right time. And it's really fortunate for him because it works out quite well. There were people on the liberal side saying that if he pulls off a peace deal with North Korea, he could go down as probably one of the greatest presidents to have ever lived. And that's people from the Democratic side going, wow, if he pulls this off, holy shit, he's done a great thing. It's undeniable. And obviously it didn't work out so well because they didn't really come to a reasonable trade. They're not trade, but deal. Um... However, it was still just an amazing stride of luck that he went down on his presidency. Because it really wasn't planned. This is all kind of just happily falling together. More than I would say that he's executing this perfectly, as some people want to claim to it. Um, That being said, this is where his rhetoric gets him in trouble again. Because this is when, during this meeting, or I shouldn't say during this meeting, but after this meeting... He gave Kim Jong-un quite a bit of praise that I don't know that I agree with. Um, he basically goes on saying that Kim Jong-un is a very smart and nice, nice young man. Not many people can do what he's doing. You know, all this and that. And I, I just don't know that I agree with it. I don't know that I agree with anyone kissing up to a extreme dictator's ass. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Um, so he kissed up to Kim Jong-un after the meeting. Uh, the press and everything that, like that. I don't know. It's part of his. I know. I know everyone likes to think that Trump is a mastermind, but I don't. I don't think there's a really a plan to that. I think that's just how he is as a person. I think he's easily wooed over. Um, so I, I, I don't know that I agree with his rhetoric on this specific instance. Um, I would say the other half of this has kind of gone to. Uh, it's gone to a fortunate side because North Korea and South Korea seem to be making peace again, which, again, an extraordinary stride of luck that North Korea and South Korea can make up after their, I believe it's a, almost a 70-year-long war that's been on, that's been on a halt. Uh, that's incredible. Absolutely, stunningly incredible. And again, just a, a, an immense stride of luck. Um, so, the next foreign affair thing I would like to tackle real quick uh, is the Russia thing. Because, obviously, everyone wants to cl- claim collusion of Russia, and I, I just want to touch on this part real quick. Uh, Trump has been more harsh on Russia than anyone else has in, like, the past five or six presidencies. So, I don't know how people continue to claim to this idea that he is inclusion. I just don't see it. I, I was going to mention this before and just slipped my mind. But I, I, I don't know how someone can be as harsh on, a, on Russia as he's been while still colluding with Russia. This doesn't make any sense. Um, now let's talk tariffs and economy. So, the economy right now has been doing phenomenal since Obama's been, been in office. Phenomenal. The, the job rate, the job, uh, not job, the um, unemployment rate's been dropping. Uh, 
jobs have been increasing in both pay and the amount of people who have them, obviously. Um, everything in the economy has gone really, really well. Prices have been going down a little bit, which is fortunate. A lot of this has just gone very, very well. So I think the economy right now is doing phenomenal, especially with all the tax cuts that uh, Trump was able to implement. It's just worked out a lot better. Um, I know a lot of people don't understand why, or I shouldn't say a lot of people, the Democrats don't understand why tax cuts are so popular. Uh, turns out when people don't have to pay as much, people are generally a little happier. Um, so that's been very, very good on Trump's hand, and I will applaud him where it is very much needed. He's done a very good job with the economy. That being said, the tariffs are no bueno. I don't understand why he would do... I don't understand where he gets this notation on the trade deficit. So, let me break down the trade deficit for those who might not be privy to it. Uh, Trade deficits, or what he believes trade deficits are, is that I give you a dollar, you give me a pen that maybe we worth 75 cents. Well, now you just gained 25 cents for me. So... Basically, now I have a 25 cent trade deficit from you, right? That's how that works. However, it's not that easy when it comes to economics on foreign foreign trade with each other. Because when you go ahead and get an American dollar and you give it to a Japanese person, well, Japan can't spend that American dollar because it means nothing in, the, in his country. So you can't buy anything in Japan for an American dollar. So what can you do? You can reinvest it into America. So whether it be stocks and bonds, different trades, basically if anyone, real estate, basically if anyone buys American goods, the government of that place can only reinvest that money in America. So that's the only thing they can ever possibly do with that money. So let's just say... Um, we trade with Canada, right? Canada gives us a bunch of lumber. We give Canada, um, a bunch of farm animals or meat for, from the farm animals. And let's say that we're giving them, we're buying, um, let's say the trade is worth a hundred million for the wood and 50 million for the for the meat so now we are at a 50 million trade deficit with canada but canada can't spend those 50 million dollars anywhere in canada so the only thing that they can possibly do with that money is now take it back into america maybe buy real estate maybe buy trade or maybe buy some sort of stocks the stocks and bonds they have to reinvest it into our market and make our market stronger. That's how that works. So the idea that we're at a trade deficit with certain countries, such as China, such as many other countries, is foolish because they're reinvesting that in us. So there's no reason to believe that there's a trade deficit that's that's damning us uh, in the world market. It just doesn't make any sense. Like you are at a trade deficit with your with your store, the store that you go to buy groceries at. And if you don't like that trade deficit, you go to a different store and you buy from them. That's it. 
I mean, just because you're at a trade deficit with your store does not mean that you are getting screwed over by your store. So I, I just don't understand why he believes that there's some sort of trade deficit that's killing us. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I would like to meet his advisor who is advising him on all of this. Um, because I, I would like to understand his thought points behind it. However, that being said, uh, he is still going through with it. And I think he it would be wise for him to stop it as soon as possible. And go, hey, look, I am sorry. You know, my advisor gave me some faulty information or whatever the case might be. But he needs to go out and apologize for it and take down the tariffs. I think that's the, that's the best way for him to go about things. So, that being said, I think it's time to give a rating for President Trump. I would say, on policy, all except for the tariffs, he's been extraordinarily good. He's done a lot of good stuff. Um, actually, before we do this, I want to get to one more thing. Um, I want to talk about the one thing that I really do appreciate about President Trump, and that's his ability to take it on the chin and stay strong. I think there's a level of respect you have to have for someone who is ha- who has that ability to sit there amongst a mob of angry people and take every little bit of criticism that they're going to give him and go ahead and go, okay, thank you for your input. I will work on what I can. That is a level of respect that I can't give to anybody else except for that man. And specifically what I'm talking about is during the catastrophe that happened down in Florida... Uh, there was many different situations where Trump sat there and listened to some of the people who wanted to talk to him. Uh, I shouldn't say talk because it was really more of a yelling contest. But he sat through all of it, took it 100% on the chin, and he went, all right, I'll work on what I can. And he did phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenally. I can't sit here and say it otherwise. He did a fantastic job on just being able to sit there and take all the criticism and go, okay, I will do what I can. I appreciate your input. I'm sorry for your loss. He really he really does that very, very well. I, I think that's very admirable as, a, admirable as a person. So, I think now is time that I give my rating. I would say on character, of who he is, and how he speaks to the public. I would say I would give him probably a C minus there's definitely some good but he has a lot of work to do I would say nothing to be ecstatic about Um, I would say there's other presidents who have done worse than him Um, but overall I'm not too disappointed I just wish I wish he would strive to be better than he is Um, on policy I'm going to go ahead and give him an A minus I think he hasn't passed enough laws for me to go ahead and say that he deserves an A, an a out of an A-. minus. Um, and I think the big thing for me is the tariffs that are damning me. I, I, I don't know that I can sit here and say that he deserves anything more than an A-. He probably deserves probably around a B+. Plus. Um, but, I, you know, maybe maybe uh, after the next year or so he, he passes some decent laws that I can bump that up a little bit. Um, and one more. Let's see. I'm trying to think. We have character. We have policy. And economics. 
Um, economics has been phenomenal, again, except for the tariffs. Um, so I, actually, I would say on policy-wise, he probably deserves an A. Uh, on economics, he probably deserves a uh, C- minus as well. Uh, so I will say that overall, he's been a B-minus president. I think that's a pretty fair pretty fair argument to say. I think he's been, he hasn't been phenomenal, but he's been a lot better than we gave him credit for, and I think he's, I think there's a lot to be looking forward to in the 2020 elections. I'm very curious to see how he's going to run. I'm very curious to see who's going to run against him, and I'm, I'm hoping he gets reelected, if I'm honest. I, I'm so far pretty happy with what he's done, and here's a little side note uh, to President Trump and why I think he's been extraordinarily important. Um, Trump has been a bull in a china shop, to say the least. Trump has been the anti-political uh, correctness president. And I think that's really important. Because I think we are moving in such a radical direction for the political correctness that not really many people agree with, but we had to take no matter what because no one else was. You know, everyone was kind of, all right, all right, I guess we're going the political correctness route. I guess there's nothing else we can do. And that was it. And I don't know that I agree with that. Um, so I'm happy to see the political correctness being kind of battled. I'm happy to see that he's been avoiding all of that because I, I, I just agree way more with the absence of political correctness than I do with it, if that makes sense. I don't I don't like the idea that we're just going to go ahead and say that, oh, well, it's not acceptable to say this and it's not acceptable to say that. Like, for instance, for whatever reason, I can't say that someone is a Mexican. That's not okay. What I can say is he's a Hispanic American. I can't say someone is black. I have to say he's an African American. I can't say someone's uh, I can't say so. we're, we're getting to a point where it's just ridiculous and I don't know that it makes any sense anymore like it just kind of seems so convoluted and ridiculous that it, it, it's laughable at best and I think a lot of the public is agreeing with me when I, when I say that because it just doesn't make any sense it, it, it's just a weird convoluted idea where we're going alright well this isn't acceptable this isn't acceptable this isn't acceptable and it's changing by the day like, well, one day this might, one day saying, I don't know, Asian is acceptable. Maybe in the next week it's not. I don't know. And I don't know that I agree with it. And I really wanted to be peeled back. And I'm, I think Trump is the first step. First step to getting rid of the political correctness. And I hope that's the case because I'm tired of it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It just seems like convolutedness and control of language. And I, I have a huge issue with control of language. So, I think Trump has been a really good thing for that matter. I think he has a lot to work on. I hope that he continues to strive to be a better person. I hope he strives to be a better president. Um, but that being said, I think that's all I have to say about this for the moment being. Um, Trump, if you end up hearing this, I hope that you do strive to be a better, better president. I hope you strive to be a better person in your own life. Hope you find what you're looking for when it comes to all of this madness. Uh, for the rest of us listening out there, 
Okay, okay, okay.